in a world in crisis. Can three idiots find hope in the darkest of places? Will love conquer all, or will hate win out in the end? This is a show called Hate. Welcome to A Show Called Hate, a podcast in which we explore love, hate, and everything in between in search of greater meaning and perhaps a little perspective. I'm John, and my internet is flowing correctly. Well, I'm through a tunnel, and it's, it's going to be fine. I'm Chris, and what's an internet? <laughs> okay, so... Um, despite the, uh... We've had, oh, we've had fun, haven't we, John, oh, since we logged on 35 ooh. minutes ago? Oh, you've had fun. Oh, I'm glad you two have had fun. You've been having a little had... chatty chatty on the little zoomy zoomy. I've had a, I've I've had been, a great time. I've no, been you're... out in the digital wasteland over here. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. No, no, I'm sorry. No, this is... Nick, we've established you are the 1% of the internet here because... Don't, don't blame me. Because we're like... <laughs> okay, so yeah, wh- why is it? Why is it we're spending like half an hour trying to connect? Why, why, why can't Nick... Why? Why? Why is no? Why can't? Why can't Nick get his act together? Why is okay. no internet squeezing, <laughs> squeezing through the tight little capillaries of Nick's bandwidth? Oh, let's do a speed yeah. check, shall we? So we all, so we all did a speed meg. check. <laughs> yeah. Fifty meg. I'm, I'm concerned it might have said kilobytes. John, John's running on six megabytes per second. Uh, megabytes uh, per yeah. second, whatever. And I'm is. grateful. <laughs> and and it's and it's like a dream. It's like custard flowing off the edge of a of a stalagmite. It's beautiful, right? Here's me, like wealthing it up in forty nine <laughs> megabits per second. And for some reason, a single st- static Game Boy camera quality <laughs> image of my face can't come through once a second. What the fuck is going on? I mean, save some for the rest of us. I mean, we're just <laughs> we're dying out here in the <laughs> desert of the internet. <laughs> like, Talk. It's all mine. It's all mine. And I'm keeping it all to myself and I'm not using it for this call either. You basically I feel a strongly worded letter coming on. <laughs> I mean <laughs> to the Dear Internet. Uh, dear Bill Gates. You ru- you nearly ruined our our eighty third or whatever episode this is podcast. I hate you. You made me cry. It's yours, yeah. Chris Ray. <laughs> oh wait, Nick, you have had uh, one of your vac- one of your vaccine shots, haven't you? Oh, it's all of Bill. Sick. It's all of Bill Gates's secret tracking devices it's in the, your blood. The tracking, the tracking has found you, and it's creating interference. Yeah, and it makes sense because of all the five G stuff as well. Oh yeah, my god, there you go. you've hit it. That's you it. Fucking hit you've it. Hit you've it, explained man. it. Do you remember five G and 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 that and that? Do you remember five? <laughs> that particular brand of crazy. Yeah, I don't think it's fully gone away. Like I've I've been seeing some stickers, some propagandist no. stickers. Yeah, no, I have. Really, um, stuck on a bin very near to my house, right? And obviously, sticking a bin is is the ultimate place for you to get your message out there. Like, get yeah. a sticker on a bin, everyone's going to read it. And there per, was a sticker... per per cubic centimeter. I think advertising on a bin is the highest cost worldwide. I mean, everyone's got to go to a bin at some point. Everybody right? needs a bin. Everyone yeah. needs a bin. And Unless there was a litter. sticker on there. Unless you litter, of course, in which case, yeah. it would, I don't want to advertise to you, Jesus. This is the least of your problems. So there was a sticker on there that said anti-vaxxer, and it was like it was a, it was laid out like it was a dictionary definition. Have you seen this? 
I've seen this, yeah. Yeah, and it's like definition. And then it says something like, um, someone who thinks for themselves, trusts their own immune system, and doesn't trust pharmaceutical companies and the government. See also, critical thinker. Madness. That, and that, so that was uh, on a bin, which is actually quite a good, appropriate place for it. Um, <laughs> on the inside of a bin. <laughs> Disagreeing with facts does not make you a critical thinker. No. There's a, there's a spoiler for now, you. But, but Chris, I mean, there's, there's two sides to, to every argument if you look hard enough but one side is usually wrong (laughs) if you dig really deep and if you literally expend a lot of pointless energy to try and finding it there is another side to it maybe yeah i mean you know i just i'm never gonna i'm never gonna be friends with any of these people so it doesn't really matter no and you've also maybe never felt compelled to create a sticker for your (laughs) general worldview and just slap it on things no it's weird it was Not, quite a well-designed no. sticker, actually. It was quite well-made, which was which kind of galled me a little bit as well. I don't like it when people who are fools are able to coherently design a sticker. I know we, that really we, gets my goat. <laughs> you're like, I, you know, I, I I I disagree so passionately with a message, but God damn it, look at the kerning on that font. That is yeah. just like delightful. Yeah, you've got to appreciate graphic design when you see it. You have to. My anyway, there was a. There was Sorry. another sticker on there, which was to do with 5G as well and, and, and the beliefs therein uh, really? that it was causing the pandemic. So, uh, yeah, just look out for bins in... Because we do all... The three of us live in somewhat of a, a similar area, not to give too much away, because you can triangulate yeah. our position by working it out. Yeah, it's, but, uh, um, I, I wonder how anyone will find Cool Town USA <laughs> yeah. on, uh, on Google Maps. <laughs> One, it two, wasn't, three, it cool wasn't called three. that before we moved here. It was called like... <laughs> No, we found it. It was called Loserville before they we had moved to, here. They had to change the name because of us. Yeah. But um, yeah, keep an eye out on your bins. Just keep an eye on your bins. All right. We These have the public a, bins. We have a sticker on our bin that says, um, do not put too much rubbish in this bin or you will get into trouble. Which I find... Yeah. Oh, fucking that propaganda. annoys me. That annoys me. Which bin I find galling. Who refuse to do their, their job. Well, no. no <laughs> I mean... They, they no, it is. It is. It is. Because I pay right here we go. Here we go. We've, <laughs> we've, not actually, we've not actually started the show yet, but no, thank I God we're pay, not recording. Well, whatever, you know, this can go out. <laughs> I pay council tax, a lot of it. Okay, yeah, know, yeah, like yeah a, d- a decent amount every sure. month. Yeah, I mean, like, if, if only... I owned a mansion like you, I, 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 I think that'd be fair. Sure, yeah. that's that's fine in in Cool Town, um, <laughs> and the only thing I see from it. Apart from all the potholes everywhere in our town, mm, he's not wrong. <laughs> but, uh, still everywhere um, is people picking up my rubbish. Now I'm gonna dump my rubbish however I want to. I should <laughs> Where, wherever you want. Well, no, well, no. I put them in the box in the recycling boxes and whatever. Da, da, da. Put them in the right bins, but then they're saying, "Oh, you need to you need to put glass in one bin and and paper in another." No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Think about what you're why saying. Should I, why should I? No, 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 no. Why should I do that? Can't that, they sort that out at the, at the plant? That is literally the least you could do. No, it isn't. The least I could do is what I'm doing, which is I putting mean, the, all the recycling into one box. It's always possible to find a way to do less, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I've actually but, not um, had one of those stickers on my bin, so obviously my bin men aren't annoyed with me. Hey, well, the thing is, maybe though, I'm Maybe I'm oh. accidentally doing it right. I don't know. Is that think- what it is? Has John been punished with a sticker? Because he's no, not a bad boy. Okay, we we inherit. No, this is. I don't understand that sticker. <laughs> it is baffling to me because we inherited two green bins in our household. 
You've most got two. Yeah, what? most people what? only what get one. Wheelie I've bins. only got one. Yeah, big green, yeah, big green wheelie bins. We've got okay, two. That's that's weird. So that's amazing. I wish the, pri- I the prior owner paid paid for one. We we actually had no green wheelie bins when we moved in, so maybe you had ours. Maybe so. Maybe so. And don't say I, too much. They can try and. Get I take oh, yeah, pride. Right. You know, when whenever you know, I I I, I respect the rules, uh, the municipal rules of Cool Town and the city limits. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I have never delivered a bin to the curb that you couldn't shut the lid on. So why why did you get a sticker then? You tell me. I'm baffled. Maybe they were resentful that I had two bins. You know. So wait, you have two bins. Is there yes. only a sticker on one of your bins? Yes. So you could overfill the other bin and get away with it. Yes, but I've so never that's a, overfilled. That's a unless they're just like it's more of a principle of the matter. Like you've got the value of one bin spread over two bins and right. that's excessive i I don't know it the is bin quite men, excessive the bin, bin men did do something which i agreed with the other week just um when they yeah just one thing ever <laughs> which was we put a load of paint pots in our rubbish because we were cleaning out the shed and they still had paint in them uh so they just took them out and put them back on our driveway <laughs> <laughs> and i was i just went yeah fair enough yeah we did so once... we took the, we took them down the tip in the end do you do you have a brown bin as well? Yes, we do. Yes. Sure do. For we got a brown bin for 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 garden matter. Yeah. Uh, and uh, to, to, and again, something like something that the bin men did, which I agreed with, is <laughs> we did try to fill it with soil at one point. That's not garden waste, technically. Well, it came from well, a garden, and it's kind of waste-like. Yeah, but so could a shopping trolley. Well, yours from maybe. your garden, maybe. Uh, oh. Yeah, from my. Well, load of, that's why there were a load of paint pots in there. <laughs> and that's why you live in Rebel Village, a yeah. uh, subsidiary... A, uh, a suburb. A suburb of, of cool, cool Town. When most things are on fire. There's <laughs> um, <laughs> a burnt-out car at the bottom yeah. of your drive. But, um, it's not yours. Yeah, it was so heavy when it was filled with soil that I, couldn't, I could barely move it to get it to the yeah. curb. It really and, does compact that soil, doesn't it? And they, when, I, when the bin men came... And then left, I went to collect the bin and realised that it had maybe moved like two inches and was still completely full of soil. They just and I was bailed like, on it. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> fair like, enough. Yeah. I was pushing it. That was my problem. So See, uh, I, I, I also have a story about pushing it with the bin men. Because, you know, oh. do, you, do you have a blue bag to put cardboard in? Yeah, I've we never do. used we that, though. Do. I, don't actually, I don't actually know what <laughs> well, that's no, for. No, you clearly don't, do you? Well, no, that's what we've established. Is it for, is it for You've cardboard? You've the yes. rules. Okay, yes. I, don't, I don't use that one. So one, one time we filled that and I think it was Christmas time. So we'd had loads of packaging, for various things like presents and stuff. And so we filled the whole blue bag, which is quite big with yeah, cardboard. Yeah, yeah. And then we had a second box, cardboard oh, box, also oh. full of flattened cardboard. And I just sneakily thought, you know what? I'm just going to put it next to the blue bag mm. on the curb. <laughs> see, if you, see if they take it. And then when the bin men came the next morning, I was looking out the window. I was like, they're going to take it. They're going to take it. They're gonna... And they did. Oh, yeah. they did. So, well, like, yeah, in my just, opinion, we, my bin men are fucking legends. Box, we often just put boxes out. Like, yeah, I don't want that blue bag. And they just take, they just take them. Do you, it's <laughs> They're actually not... quite good blokes now that I think about it. Yeah, it seems yeah. like it, doesn't it? <laughs> it's weird, isn't it? It's like they, they, they gave you... They walked you to... It's like they, they got you almost there. And all you had to do was meet them. Not even halfway. They've done 80% of the work. You had to meet yeah. them 20% of the way. And yeah. just put it in the bag they gave you. 
Just put it in nah. a bag. Just put it in the bag. I mean, nah. maybe maybe I should do that, but I'm not putting. I'm not separating my recycling. So you don't. So you don't do it at all. You don't separate your recycling at all. No. So what well, happens? Uh, you, what do you do? You I, put put, all... I, I, I have a recycling bin, which is what, just a, an ordinary bin, which we've designated for recycling, and I empty it into the green box. And that, yeah, that's it. And so one green box, and it's full of all four types. No, we, no, no, no. We have several green boxes. We have about okay, five. Okay, but they're all just boxes. mixed. And you don't, all, and you all, don't filter all... it at all? No, not at all, no. And then have you watched them? Because have, yeah. you, seen, have you seen the truck? It's got different holes in the truck. Yeah, there's a glass I mean, hole, there's a I've tin not hole. Been, I've not been told off or I've not got a passive-aggressive sticker on any of my boxes. No, but my point is, my, what, the point I'm trying to make here is the fact that if you don't sort it, they still have to. <laughs> yeah. But they're, they're getting paid to do that. Yeah, no. so they have to stop outside your house for like 20 minutes to sort your fucking shit. Oh, Chris, Christopher <laughs> Ray, this is like honestly. A postman. This is like a... No, 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 this is like a postman. <laughs> no, postman. no, no. If a postman comes to if my street... If a postman just... finds a shit in a letterbox, right? <laughs> no. No. It's his job. If a, postman, if a postman comes to the street and just dumps all the letters at the end of the street and just says, oh, they'll get there. That's for all the street. They'll he's, sort not fu- he's not fulfilling his job there, is he? He's not fulfilling the job he's being okay. paid for. Let's roll this back. In, in this analogy, though, are you the postman or are no. you... Who are yeah, you I'm then? The, I'm, I'm the recipient okay. of the letters. You're not paid not to be the recipient of the letters. If you no, but he's this is a hard get... this is a hard analogy to track. If I'm honest, yeah, I'm kind of, I'm yeah, kind of I'm, losing I'm my str- way. I, I made it up and I'm struggling. <laughs> okay, but again, in that analogy, that's like you, the postman, aka the homeowner. You've either got a bag of letters or you've got a bag of recycling. You're yeah. basically in either situation. You're walking to the road and just upending it on the street and going dip, 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 dip. Not my problem. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not putting. It, I'm not putting it on the street. I'm putting all the recycling in the correct box. I'm just not separating it out. Do you make them watch? Yeah. Like you know, you I, do you, when no. they when they have to sort through your shit. Are you are you <laughs> at is, the window? Let's, let's in your dressing honest, gown. Let's be <laughs> honest. Most of my recycling is beer cans. Yeah, okay. 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 Well, that's fine so, then, isn't it? You know. And the ninety percent. Maybe maybe I accidentally separate it and it just happens that way. I don't know. Probably, probably in one of your it. drunken fugue states, yeah. you might um... probably. I mean, the, the, the hell it makes a hell of a racket tipping the recycling bin into the box on a Monday morning. Hell of a hell of a racket, <laughs> especially when you got a hangover. Especially, especially <laughs> you've had, when you've had a big weekend. Um, where should do you not feel any solidarity or guilt with your fellow? Your fellow man, like you know, the underdog working working for the man, capital M. Don't you want to make his no, life a little I, no, easier? No, I think I think um, uh, uh, what what's their official job title? Waste disposal experts are quite well paid. WDEs. I mean, I don't yeah. think they're well paid. I just don't. Think I think they're I think they're I think they're relatively well. When paid. you say when you say you think, oh, I don't. That's know. like me. Research. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's like because. Because I, I used to work with a bin man when I used to work as whenever, a Whenever I've had a conversation about um, that <laughs> profession, everyone's always said, oh, they're quite well paid, bin men. So I've just accepted that as fact. I think that's a very convenient myth. That's how, that's how, <laughs> his, how history's written, isn't it? So, I, I guess it is a very convenient. Winners, you're right. I think it's a very convenient, um, completely unverified statement, which uh, I guess you can use to prove anything, really. I guess so. I mean, that's the thing, really. That's what we've learned here. Unverified information makes the world go round these days. If you just say it, you know, if you say it event- if you say it enough times into enough people, it will eventually become fact. Yeah, or or at least just accepted. 
know. Yeah. But, but how the answer the answer is um no. <laughs> what what was the question again? I can't remember the question. The question was, don't no. I feel bad about it essentially? Oh, I see. No, and you, no. No, you don't. I don't I don't really because I do I recycle everything now. I make a point of recycling everything. I just don't separate it out. Sure. I've never thought about it at this amount of depth if I'm honest with you. Well, how does this conversation make you feel? Yeah, I mean <laughs> does the um does the I mean maybe I'll, shame... maybe I'll set Maybe next time I'm out there, maybe I'll think twice. How's that? They only they. To be fair to them, they only ask you to put paper and glass together. Yeah. And and um. Plastic no, no, and... it's it's um plastic and 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 glass and metal together. So you're getting that's confused. right. Yeah. You've only it's got to separate plastic, the cardboard. Plastic and, paper. and metal and glass and. Oh paper. well, maybe I do. Maybe I do separate it then. But where do you put the paper and cardboard? I, well, you don't use cardboard the... normally we put behind the boxes because it's usually quite <laughs> they big. They gave you a bag. It literally gave <laughs> oh, you look, a bag. It wouldn't. It wouldn't fit in the bag. It is hard to get it in the bag. Maybe, uh, we've maybe, been talking no, about this for I a didn't while. Realize, <laughs> yeah, I didn't realise it was that. Um, okay, so the, but we've established though, the next time this happens, the next time mm. a poor bin man is having to sort through your crap in the rain on the on the curb, he can at least look back at your house and see you. In an open dressing gown, nothing yes. underneath, and you will you will have a single tear roll, <laughs> a single remorseful tear rolling down your face as he picks through your crap. I reckon I reckon that would make him feel worse, wouldn't it? It would probably. If I'm, if I'm looking at him with a single tear rolling down my face, he probably thinks, "Oh no, he must think I'm not doing a very good job." What a way to start the day to, to one of your customers, you know, essentially, because that's how if Bin that, Man if that, us, is the, if that is the situation that I only have to separate out cardboard, then I'll, I'll happily do that. I thought I had to literally separate everything out. Well, no, it's not just cardboard. You've got to, there's, there's two and each of them have two in it. So it's like you haven't got to separate all four out. You've just got to separate uh, paper and, and glass together and plastic and metal together. Okay. Why do you keep saying paper and glass together? Nick's confused. I'm so confused. Yeah, well, I've got two recycle boxes. One of them's labelled paper and glass. Yeah, and one of them's labelled metal and plastic. Oh, I've only... What? No, that's completely different to me. Doesn't, got... doesn't paper oh. and glass seem like an odd combination? It does, but I, I follow the rules blindly because I'm a good sheep. Are we in, yeah. are we in like, different... We like, might be in different area codes. Legislative... <laughs> are my parents. Or... Or, or I'm doing it wrong and they hate me just as much as they hate that yeah. Chris Ray guy. Or maybe Chris Nick's... Ray's the only one who's doing it right for a while. I, I, yeah, oh I look like a yeah. saint now. Yeah, you, maybe you do. I'm deliberately what, what doing show it wrong. Are we, what show are we recording? It's a show called Garbage. A show called Rubbish. Trash Talk. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, shit, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, who's got hate that isn't Chris Ray's appalling... Um, okay. Okay, I've, used up, I've used up my hate. I've got to think of another one. Was that actually your hate? No, it wasn't, no. Oh, thank God. Um, okay. Okay. I've got a hate. I just want to sort of let the... Because we've been really heavily talking about rubbish. I just need to let... We need to sort of organically find our way into a new... Let that kind of, of mulch zone, down a bit. A new place. Yeah. Right, so that's mulching, composting away. My hate is the fact that as a 35-year-old man, I still get heckled at by chav kids yes and I, and I don't know i don't know when that will stop will that ever stop because there must be people out there right like who look really grown up you know maybe they look like they're in their mid-40s they're out walking their dog maybe they're wearing a flat cap you know and they're wearing a a barber jacket and some wellies mm. and they look they just look like a grown-up and i honestly do not think that a 14 year old 
shitty little chav is going to go, oh, you, you look at it, to that person. I don't oh. think that'll happen. No, I think I think it I think it will. I think that's where you go like, oh granddad. <laughs> you think so? You I think so. So you, so it never stops. I think if you're young, you're vulnerable because they're like, yeah. oh look at look at oh, look at that prick. They, <laughs> they can beat you up. If you're old, you're vulnerable and they can they can come for you there. Oh granddad. Yeah. I wonder if there's ever a sweet point somewhere in the but middle. Surely if there is, then I should be in it right now. Yeah, I feel I like should we're be, at that. We're I should at that be in this age. perfect zone where I'm like not too old to be a granddad because I don't look like a granddad. Look at me, I've got baby face, and I'm not too young to look like like I'm their age, but I'm not too out of it. To, maybe I am, is but it, like I'm not is, dressed like an idiot. Is it because you know? Because I thought you were going. I thought you were coming on the angle of. Why, uh, when will I don't know how, when, if I will look respectable? And is it because you're kind of like, if they saw you and you were wearing a tweed jacket, they would go, like, Oh gosh, look at him, he's clearly <laughs> on his way to shoot some grouse, and they would leave you yes. be. But if you're wearing, as I imagine you often are, maybe like a Pikachu themed hoodie. <laughs> uh, and some snapback, uh, you know, uh, and some like uh, high top trainers. Are they like, look at him pretending to be a... Like him trying to be a, a child. Youthful. The thing is, right, I'll, I'll accept that. I There have been times when I have been heckled slash attacked by some sort of, um, you know, antisocial chungus hiding out in a park. Um, and I have been a bit of a target. I've been dressed, you know, like a nerd, right? <laughs> so fair enough. I'll kind of accept it. Has Has something happened recently? Yes. Do you like do you this wanna, week? I'm talking. Do you, do, do you yeah. want to talk well, not, about uh, it? I think it was last week. Well, it wasn't. That I'm, big I'm, a, I'm concerned. If I'm honest, it wasn't that big a deal. But my point, the point I was getting to, is the fact that I was dressed very normally. I was just wearing a jumper. I was just wearing normal trainers mm. and some jeans. Right. I wasn't dressed in any any sort of like uh, bully bait clothes. Right. That you might consider that I am capable of wearing. Right. You've, I wasn't yeah. wearing anything like that. And I was just walking in the park, and this this like little kitty on his bike. Just, I didn't even hear what he said. He just cycled past. He was like, <laughs> but it was clearly like mean spirited. It was clearly very mean. He was trying to, he was trying to help my sorry, feelings. Sorry about that. <laughs> feel bad, feel bad. He was, and I was just like, I didn't do or even behave in any way. And I've always had it all my life. I've always been a target for these, for these people and these sorts of comments. And yeah. I'm just trying to work out. What to do? How? Do, how? It's what do I do? They can smell. They can smell it's, weakness. Yeah. That's the problem. And I'm like I you, think, Nick. I think, I think, I think so. that thing is. I think that is true. You're, we're saying that flippantly, but I think that is genuinely true. That the kids know. Oh, we can have a little pop at him, and what's he going to do? Sort of thing. Well, but thing like, is, okay, then I put okay. this to you, Chris. Do they? Do, do well, they I do was. This to I you, was. Chris? I'll tell you a story that before you do. I was in okay. the park, a different park to the one I th- imagine you're talking about. Um, I saw this dog, fucking nerd. About two... I, saw this, I saw this kid. I saw this kid and I punched him right in the face and I said, tell the other kids what you saw. No, I didn't, I didn't do that. Oh, that was I mean. didn't do that this time. Um, there were these kids. I was, I was walking the dog and there were these kids. They put a trolley into the lake or stream or river or whatever it is that runs through. I think it's the River Chelt. That's pretty cool. Uh, so, and I was looking at him, I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And I sort of gave them a look as yeah, if to, that's as if the mistake. to say, that's the mistake. kids. And then one of the young gentlemen in question uh, went, oi, mate, 
And first of all, it's pronounced sir. Um, um, it went, will you give me 25p if I jump over the river? And I just, in my most, because bear in mind, I go to Kent quite a lot. In my most Kentish, fake Cockney accent, just went, no. And just kept on walking. I thought, if I say any more than that, I think I'm setting myself up for something. I just went, no. Yeah. He, the, the look in his eyes was just like, oh, I've gone too far here. But this is it. This is it. You managed to make him feel as though he went too far. And yeah. that, I swear to God, has never happened to me. And granted, I haven't cockneyed back at him in some powerful accent and just said no. But equally, mm. the chav wouldn't have asked me. Sorry, I shouldn't generalise. The gentleman wouldn't have asked me, <laughs> oh, will you pay me 25p if we jump over the river? Because that's kind of an opener. That's kind it's of like a, very, a conversation. It's a, it's a very odd amount as well. It is an odd. You can't buy anything all, with 25p. All of it but yeah. what he would have said to me is, what are you looking at, nerd? That's what he would have said to me. He wouldn't have had a nice a nice little chat like mm. he is having with you. Do you see what I mean? Um, yeah. Well, like a kid accidentally, and to be fair, it was accidental, um, nearly like hit my dog with the football, kicking the football uh, the other day. It was an ac- it was genuinely an accident. He looked at me and just went, oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. And I just went, yeah, oh, because- sorry. Oh, football. Oh, look at you, you little scrub. <laughs> no, I didn't, I didn't do that. <laughs> But he's that. he behaved like that because he looked at you and thought, "Oh, there's an adult. I'll get in trouble with well, that Chris, man, is with it that grown-up man." I, I I don't want to generalize, but is it because if the three of us were walking through a park and we were approached by a terrifying group of fourteen-year-olds, mm. uh, they would look at Chris Ray and think, "Well, here is a a a, a bruiser of a a, <laughs> a, a a man, like a a a stack of a man. Uh, I do yeah. not wish to mess with him." He will give yeah. me a right hiding. And then they look mm. at us two who are, I don't know, trading Digimon cards or something. And Probably, they instantly they instantly leap on us. And despite being 35-year-old men, they would steal our lunch money. Yeah. Like or, I, I think I think that's what yeah. would happen. I think that is right. Yeah. Or they see that I'm their height and assume I'm one of them. <laughs> one of either one. Either one. The thing is, is that I think you're right about the smelling fear thing. And I've had this all my life. Like, you know, yeah. I've never I, you know, I, I've been picked on. Let's be honest. I'm happy to admit that um, because because and I'm happy to admit it because it's over. Right. <laughs> or at least ostensibly it's over. It's supposed to be over by now. And I don't People tell know, me it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm still exhibiting this this aura of, you know, pick on him as a 35 year old man. I just don't understand what's still happening. I the thing is, I'm I'm with you on this, and I, it's not going to get any better. That's the problem because our bodies are only going to get more frail, and the youth yeah. are only well, going to multiply. Are. Yeah. Now the other day, I was uh, Lucy and I were walking through, I believe, the same park, uh, Nick, to where this kind of terrifying encounter happened. And, yeah, watch um, out. <laughs> there, there were a group of um, there were a group of um, kids of varying ages, kind of playing on a a slope. Uh, and um, oh no! As we kind as we kind of were walking past them, I I thought. Gosh, I've I've made terrible judgments in my lifetime, and here, here I am assuming that this young group of people are all being, you know, yobbish and uncultured. And but the youth that get a bit of a hard rap, you know, they're just having a good, they're just having fun. Every generation hates the younger generation. I'm not going to be that guy. I'm not going to judge. Yeah. And and I kind of just I was looking at them and I kind of nodded and go like, you know what, the <laughs> kids are all right. And then one of them went made eye contact with me and said, "What are you looking at, you pedo?" And um, <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. Yep. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm actually weirdly kind of happier knowing that it does actually happen to you as well. 
and to some extent you, Chris, as well. Um, even trouble though it, yours trouble is, if you can't say point. anything to that, if a kid calls no. you a pedo in jest, what can you say to that? You've got to get out of dodge, like stat. The oh, best yeah. thing, and of course, the best I... thing you can do is either knock them straight out. <laughs> yes, as a dominant or, or, or do no, or do nothing. Yeah, you've got to if 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 a group of kids confront you, you've got to find. <laughs> You've got to single out the oldest, meaning meanest-looking kid, mm, and you need yeah. to knock that kid out right in yes. front of everyone. You've got to make a make a, a, a make a show of it, like in front of everyone else. That's the only way they'll respect you. My problem is that I I will get in trouble one day because I just don't back down. <laughs> that's my, <laughs> that's my honestly. So people have said that to me before. They're, they've said you're going to get in, you're going to get in so much trouble one day because you just don't know when to stop. It's just a matter of time. Like even not this isn't kids, but there's there at football. Obviously, there's a, a few uh, undesirables. Let's call them. Okay. Uh, and they used to pick on a young man who you both know, who I won't name. Uh, uh, I actually won't this time. Uh, and they used to pick <laughs> on him at games. And I went to a pre-season game at Western Super Mare with him and a couple of other people. And they were picking on him then. So I thought I'm not going to stand for this. So I just I played them at their own game a bit and just started being sort of overly friendly and overly like zealous with them. And to be fair, he said to me afterwards, they've not bothered me since that day. Wow. I was like, yeah, I stopped them. Yeah. <laughs> you did it. You're the hero that we need. They gave, they gave me a shove at one point and I continued to take the piss mid shove. <laughs> and I was so pleased with myself. I imagine being I need, I need quite you. drunk at the time probably would probably, probably oh, I was, as well. I was absolutely hammered. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe the next time I'm walking through the park, I'll just give you a call. You can yeah. come walk with me if you have a beer or two before before you leave, which would be good as well. Then, and then you can just push then, these. You can just push yeah. these kids around. The yeah, next oh, time you I'd feel be delighted to. The next time you feel endangered, it's very important that you drop into a safety position. Yes. And kind of cover is, your I'm, head. I'll give it, and then call, for, call Chris Frey. Yeah, it's very easy for me to give it the big one, sitting here in the comfort of my own house with all the doors locked. When it when it actually comes to it, I'll be like, "Oh no, I can't! I couldn't possibly talk back to oh, those no. children." I mean, see, yeah. One time, uh, this okay. was this was a, a bit longer ago, but I was walking through that same park, and I was walking with Ali, and uh, there was a group of kids, and they were all like lying either side of the path, and they were talking across the path. Oh, that's but this a trap. was the path, I know, path I was walking on. So Ali and I walk through the middle of the path. And we're mid-conversation. And I'm making every effort to not look at them, you oh, know, yeah. not make eye contact. That's what you've got to do, right? But they started mimicking everything I was saying in the conversation. So each sentence I said, oh, each sentence I said. Oh, but then I went to work. Oh, then I went to work like this. And obviously the first time they did it, it caught my attention. So I looked at him. Big mistake. Um, they laughed. They carried on mimicking me. But then I got out of range. And I thought, okay, well, that's it. I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. They just did their little mimicky thing, right? <laughs> I loop around the park. I come out of the park, right? Um, and they've moved. And all the kids are now stood outside the park, right? And I have to walk past them with Ali again to leave the park, right? And one of them goes, oh, there he is again. Bear in mind, I've done nothing. I, I, I cannot stress enough how little I've done, okay? They mimicked me and I didn't even rise to it. There he is again. What are you going to do, mister? Something along those lines. I keep walking. I literally don't even acknowledge them, right? I just keep walking. And then one of them lobs those one of those little nitro canisters, you know, for light, uh, laughing yeah, gas yeah, or whatever, yeah. which they were, I think they were doing like just on the corner of the road or whatever. He just lobs it at me. He just hits me in the shoulder. I'm like, and I look around. I was just like, what the hell? <laughs> which I think I said. And they were just like, oh, we're going to fucking do about it. And then I just turned around and carried on. I just like, 
what the hell? I'm a 35-year-old man. Yeah. And I I didn't ask for any of this. I don't understand. I, just, I ran away screaming, I didn't ask for any of this. I ran away. I ran away from you. What, what more can this I is do? So, oh. This is hitting a little too close to home. Because, yeah, oh. I can't think of it. I can't think of a particular example. But, yeah, I feel I'm like you. I feel I've spent my entire life with a target on my back. Yeah. I honestly think there is something about my face, specifically my face, that just says, get him. Just get him, because it's going to be great. He's the one to get. He won't He won't fight back. He won't retaliate. And they're right. They're fucking right. No, oh, no, no. I will cry. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It'll yeah. be really embarrassing will, for everyone I will involved. curl into a ball, and I will call Chris Ray. So. <laughs> yeah. I just... I'm always amazed at just how, like, organised they always are. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like an unspoken rule that, like... You can just be hanging out with your mates, but then, like, the moment you see someone, a victim, yeah. walking by... They, like, they activate the, the, the process. Pack <laughs> mentality, yeah. The reality yeah, they're is, all in. The reality is that these kids have got nothing going on. That's so it. they probably have rehearsed all this in their bedrooms <laughs> or on the internet. And they just go, oh, let's do it. Let's do a well-choreographed routine of copying what someone says. Yeah. Little fucking scrots. But it's a lose, it's a lose lose situation, whatever you do, because it's like you think, I'm not gonna rise to it, don't feed the trolls, you know, bullies mm. love the attention, I'm just gonna keep walking. And then you get a nitro canister thrown at the back of your head. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. What you wanna you... what you wanna do there is go down. <laughs> <laughs> just just throw yourself to the floor and act and then like bite they really, down. they've really hurt you and then bite down on a blood they, capsule. They I was gonna themselves. say blood capsule as well, yeah. yeah. And then just imagine if you really lent into that and you collapsed to the floor. Ali started screaming. I'm yeah. I'm like coughing blood and it's spattering up the wall of a neighbor's house. Yeah. <laughs> You've killed him. What have you done? Yeah. They would shit themselves. <laughs> that would be oh my god, I kinda wanna get some blood capsules now. That might yeah. I might try this. <laughs> Why what why is it that it's harder to confront yobbos like this, terrifying children, nothing more terrifying than a child, than oh, yeah. it is to uh, confront the cowboy builder who uh, <laughs> maybe shortchanged you on a project? <laughs> I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, because I have. I yeah, did confront, I know. I did you were confront fearless, the cowboy. So, yeah. yeah, I can't believe I did that. Um, and I was a little scared about that, but to be honest... I wasn't ever in that much fear of the builder chucking a nitro canister at my head. Yeah, I wasn't. I wasn't that much afraid. Of Adult, that adults are generally more respectful, and you can't win an argument with a child. That's true. No, that's like the worst. Mm. The worst thing you could do in that argument is knock them square out, and then you'll look like the bad guy. Or is it the best thing? Be a hell of a lesson. Well, though. yeah, be, lesson. they they wouldn't do it again. No, yeah. but then you might have to pay the ultimate price for that. You might, might reach like urban legend kind of status you know the yeah. one time it went wrong yeah don't mess you with would, him i mean you yeah you would you would be criticized for not reacting in the proper way because that's basically in reality these kids shouldn't be doing that kind of thing regardless of age though like you know even if you if you're a younger person and you are being bullied there would also be that moment where if not you uh, some other poor victim would snap. There'd always be that moment where you pushed yeah. one one person a little too far, and then they pick up a chair and kind of oh, just I'm, smack I'm, someone around the face. Yeah. I'm sure that must have happened somewhere. There was a, there was a kid in my school who was like that. He was always getting picked on because he was a bit of like a he, yeah, he was like me, the same same tier of school society as I was, the the pick onables. Um, 
But he would just lose his mind when people... And I remember once we were, like, I can't remember where we were, but there was a... I think it was on a school trip, and there was a pool table, like a, a snooker or pool table, and they were picking on him, and he had a snooker cue in his hand. Well, that was a really bad idea, guys. <laughs> he just <laughs> broke it across one of their backs. Wow. He just, like, he yeah. just lost his mind, and it really hurt this guy. But we were all watching, and we were just like, he kind of deserved that, though. And he got in loads of trouble for it, because he obviously assaulted another pupil. Yeah. But I was like, oh. I kind of wanted to step up and defend him and go, well, they did push him and he was armed. So their fault, maybe. But, but again, that, would have, that, that entire scenario would be like, Derek, why, why did you assault this poor gang of 18 youths who were <laughs> mercilessly tormenting you? You know, in a campaign of terror that lasted your entire secondary education. Yeah. Why, why? did you why did you take this unjustified action, honestly? It's so strange, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. It's like no one ever uh, goes to Jackie Chan after he's dispatched like a whole room of goons and they go like you really did overreact a little bit there. I know they were all armed. I know they all had two guns each and you just had a steering wheel that you were handcuffed to and you did all these flips and it was very entertaining. I <laughs> I, I've I've occasionally harboured an idea that like say say I live to be a grand old age and and, and I, I I reach like ninety eight or something like that and I'm on my deathbed and I'm surrounded by all my great Us. great great grandchildren and everything and they're all like oh pup pups he's off he's off to the great beyond and I I pass away and then I, I see nothing but white and then I open my eyes and it's like uh, there's a figure in front of me and I'm like is that you God you know have you have you come for me have you come to take me to heaven and they're like. No, John, but heaven is a little different to what you expected. And then it's like, where am I? You're back in secondary school, John. And there's yeah. that prick who used to push you down the stairs. Look, there's young you. And he's, he's crying because he's just been pushed down the stairs. And, and it's like, is this heaven, God? It is now, John. And I look down, I'm holding like a chair or something like that. And that's my belief. That's like, that would be heaven because it's kind of like young John is going to run crying out of frame and that kid's going to turn around and he's going to get a chair upside the head from a 98-year-old yeah, man. <laughs> Who are you? Bam, bam. Who you are fucking you? fucking know. Push me down the stairs now. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, there we go. I've got, I've got a hate for you. Okay. Go on then. Oh, <laughs> uh, my hate is very similar to Nick's. Uh, oh, my, okay. my hate is is aubergine. <laughs> oh, oh. Very similar. Okay. Very similar. I hate how aubergine heckles at me from the plate. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, I've I've sort of tried to improve my cooking um, over the last year because mm. lack of anything else to do as much as anything. Sure. Um, and I use a varying amount of ingredients now. I never used to eat vegetables, for example. And now I eat <laughs> a great many vegetables. Um, okay. And I can cook them properly and all that. That's great. That's great. Um, the trouble with aubergine is whenever I eat it, in whatever form it comes, I have explosive, and I mean <laughs> Alderaan explosive, <laughs> um, um, I don't know what it is. I don't what? know. Shits. Oh, oh, I see. I don't, I, see. I don't know what it is about aubergine in particular, but I've tried it in moussaka. I've tried it sort of as a a grilled thing, just like slice it and grill it. Every time like, I eat it, do you I like don't, it. No, not really. I don't really like the taste okay. of it. <laughs> so okay. you don't like it, and you know what's coming. <laughs> I know, exactly. But I thought I, a few times I've just thought, oh, I'll give it a go. I'll oh, give it a go. Because yeah. you know, give it. A try. And sometimes Liz has made a moussaka, and I think, oh, I'll, 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 I'll try it out again. 
Every time. It's just, I can't handle does it. Does Liz all. know what it does to you? Yeah, she does now. <laughs> How could she not she lives, the she lives in the same house, John, to be honest. <laughs> she lives on the same street. We've heard yeah. it as well. <laughs> cool Town. Yeah, uh, the entirety uh, of Cool Town knows about it. But I mean, I've just, I've tried so hard to increase my palate, let's say, or develop mm. my palate over the last year. And that's just the one thing I found that I just cannot get along with. How and I don't, they? I don't really know why it is. How quickly does it? Oh, I, yeah. Does yeah. the spirit come upon you? I mean, imagine, imagine literally the food going down my throat. It's that, it's that sort of that time scale. Imagine, it's like it goes then, straight imagine through. My throat, yes, run my throat to my ass. How long that would take? <laughs> Based like on the, how long it takes to swallow food, it's pretty um, quick. Yeah, I weirdly, I kind of get that with. Um, cauliflower which is so bizarre i love i love cauliflower i don't i don't get why certain foods just disagree with with no. individuals so violently but also mm. like it, all popular fiction uh, you know a tv show whatever, even even if a character on a sitcom gets for squits yeah it's it's always like oh oh man i think i ate something weird at lunch and now six hours later i think i've got the run i've got a bad case of the muds mm. um it's, ne- it's never like literally you, you fork goes to lips. Oh dear. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> I don't I don't think that would make good television if I'm honest with you. I don't think that's biologically possible. Like uh, I think I think it yet. has to get into your Okay, yeah, yet. I mean, it I think feels it, might it feels have to get into your system. It feels pretty quick. But I mean, there must be something like biological or spiritual or something that someone's just gone this Spiritual. guy, this guy can't handle aubergine for some reason, and he won't discover it until he's about thirty-three, yeah. when, his, when his digestive system's starting to fail him anyway. But it's so <laughs> weird because again, like, what is the I, again? If you've got something in your body which isn't poisoning you, it's not killing you. No, you know, but you're kind of like feels like it. But your body's like, yeah, not a fan of this. But I guess it's going to leave anyway. But your body's like, no, no, no it's it now. You know, yeah. Thing is, I've always what, been um, I've always been quite a fussy eater, and I've made excuses why I don't eat certain foods over the years. I've just gone, sure. oh, I, I don't like that, whatever. And then you think, have you actually tried it? Actually, well, no, not really. But I can genuinely say I've tried aubergine a number of times now, and I don't like the taste, I don't like the texture, and it gives me the shits. So that's three good dis- reasons, as far as I'm concerned, not to eat it again. Developing. Plus, Americans call it eggplant, and I don't understand why. Hmm. I don't have any idea why that is. I don't either. It's not egg-coloured, is it? It's not egg-coloured. It's not egg-shaped. Um, and you don't like Unless, eggs either. Maybe I don't like eggs either, uh... so there's another reason. Uh, that might be... This might be it. So I don't, know, I don't know why that is. I mean, I've, I have... As I say, I've tried to improve cooking. I feel like I'm head chef in the house now. I feel like okay. I've, taken, I've taken that crowd. I did you to a barbecue last weekend. You that did. was actually I didn't, I didn't completely yeah. screw it up. No, it was very nice. It was a good burger. Cool. Compared to last time when it was burnt. This time, if anything, it was undercooked. <laughs> oh, that's much worse. That's much worse. It's much more poisonous. Did you have any? Um, I, I feel uh, you know, uh, Chris Ray and I have both shared our kryptonite. Nick, is is there a particular? Is there anything you want to bring to the table? You know, um, I don't really want to bring my shit to the table, if I'm honest. Um, but uh, well, I I have a whole host of internal uh, problems, as I may have so, talked yeah, about. I'm, on, I'm, on this I'm, show. I'm quite lucky in that I'm not allergic or intolerant to anything in that regard. I mean, technically, I'm. Yeah, I, I don't really know what's going on with my internal <laughs> combustion engine, as it were. Um, I'm, there's supposed to be triggers to what I have, 
Um, but some of them have worn off now and they don't work. And I love aubergine and it doesn't make me go to Is the it, shits immediately. Actually, so. I, should, I should apologize. Are we being um, insensitive here? Because here we are going like, oh gosh, you know, this one <laughs> obscure vegetable makes me a bit a bit a ill bit and witty. and you actually have a, a legitimate kind of yeah you know we're just kind of, we're just moaning you know situation going on there so um i would i mean i really don't care so it, so it's fine oh good it's i don't like aubergine i love it i don't i don't i don't <laughs> get it I, i'm not sure i'm not sure what it brings to the party i've got time for an aubergine you don't get Maybe. many you don't get many the sheer novelty of having a black piece of food Mm. It's quite, yeah. it's quite, you know, that's, that's quite special, you know. Ooh, but when you that. slice it, it's it's not. It's just. I had um, you know, I had aubergine sushi once. Gasp! Yeah, oh they, yeah, they mm. made like little little. I think it was sashimi actually. Whatever whatever it's called when you have a little bit of rice and then you have the thing on top. Um, that might be sushi. Nigiri? Oh, maybe nigiri. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I think. yeah. I and it was know. like a little bit of cooked aubergine, which I think had been grilled, salt and peppered on top of a little bit of rice. Oh. That was good. I'd be, I'd be in the toilet in minutes <laughs> with that. Yo Sushi used to do um, little bits of, I think, kind of cooked aubergine in like a kind of vinegary sauce, which okay. was like kind of like one of the cheapo dishes that nobody got. And I really liked yeah. it. So I was like, ah, that's a thinking nice. man's smart money kind of game. Yeah, that's what you've got to do at Yo Sushi. You've got to, you've got to fill up. You've got, you've got to bulk out because otherwise you're going to spend too much money if you bulk out because it's, it's small portions. But everything costs quite a lot. Yes. So you can end up spending 50 quid just to eat a normal amount of food, say for me, <laughs> Nick. But if you bulk out with some cheaper dishes that people you know, don't really know about, the secret menu, that's the way you get through it. Do you, do you remember we went to, in the, in the before times, we went to uh, Yosushi once and they had that deal on, which was kind of like, you can get super cheap, super cheap plates of any colour but the catch is, is that everybody on the table has to eat ten of them. That was like that. That was like the kicker. It's like you have to eat ten dishes, and we and we were all like, "God, there's no way we can do that." Nick, what do you think? And we turned back. You already had like six dishes like inside. Your... They're like rocking on the table, like. <laughs> Also, not that this puts me off eating it, but uh, aubergine or eggplant is the emoji for penis. Oh! And I don't, I don't, under, not that it puts me off the food, uh, it, but I don't understand why that is above, let's I think say, I understand why that is. Well, let's I say, think, let's say above a banana or a carrot or another um, well, I think phallic, there's two reasons. Phallic vegetable I think, or fruit. Um, one, banana, just too obvious. And also yeah. I think might not be the right, I think it might be a bunch of bananas. They're not the generally emoji. very is curvy is that right? though, are they? And also, the eggplant emoji has the little green bit on the top, which does look a little bit like a, like a bell end. Uh, I'm gonna bell end. I'm gonna look up emojis now and see if anything else. I think what the, what it means is the world is crying out for a penis emoji, and I don't really see why the the society is so prudish that we can't just have a dick. Why can't we just have a little <laughs> picture of a dick? Yeah, it is the, banana, though, the it? banana emoji I have is actually a banana being peeled. There you go. So you don't peel a penis. No. Well, I guess I it's not. weird, isn't it? Because uh, I, I guess uh, whichever god you believe in, uh, in in their kind of uh, infinite wisdom, they did they did create a lot of phallic uh, food. You know, it's like yeah. um, uh, dick shaped food was apparently the uh, you know um, flavor of the day back in uh, oh. you know kind of early days. Yeah, I, I cooked it. But now we now we now we cut it up. 
Yeah. Yeah, we. I don't think anyone's like had a whole aubergine kind of uncooked slice, you know, maybe boiled. <laughs> just bite into just... it like an apple. <laughs> What's for dinner tonight? Oh, a boiled aubergine. Here you are. <laughs> just on a stick. Have you done anything with it? No, absolutely not. Just boiled. No. How do you feel All about a bu- how do you feel about a butternut squash? That's also kind of vaguely I like a squ- I like I like a squatter butternosh. Oh, I'm sorry. I meant to say a squatter butternosh. Oh, I've done it again. <laughs> I got a lot of time for um one of them. You know, that's a nice. That's a. That's a I like them. I like them, but that's that's more of a, a sort of potatoey. Com- They're uh, a nightmare texture, to chop up, though, and they are bloody hard work to chop up. Yeah. Yeah. Blunt all your knives. But anyway, I've got I've got eight. Hit me. Take us home, John. I hate realistic quote unquote cameras in oh. movies and video games. By which I mean, oh, I think I know. On the one going. hand. It's like shaky cam. It's like a handheld camera. And on the other hand, you get dust, raindrops, specks of blood, blood on the camera. Oh, yes. And it's like, what were they thinking? Like, honestly, like, is this meant to be immersive? It's ridiculous. I have a question. Hello, hello, Chris hello. Ray, you in the front. You know, yes. you know how much I like video games and that. Big fan of video mm. games, yeah. Big fan of video games. Would it not be because it's a first person? I believe is is the the thing. Uh, yes. Well, it doesn't yes. always have to be. This is the thing. What mm. John's talking about happens in third as well. But yes. Ah. But then it wouldn't be a camera, would it? It'd be someone's face if it was first person. Well, this is. And you if wouldn't. It was first, uh, it would be. It wouldn't be a blood splatter on your eye. You wouldn't see it like that. Well, you're you? you're right. That does make it even more ridiculous. But I think there are games that have done that. You know. that's, but yes. that's crazy because that's not how eyes work. Yeah, I, th- when it's when it's a first person game, so you're looking out through the eyes of the player. Yeah, and like in the game, you might splash through some water or go underwater and come and surface up of the water. What games sometimes do is they have like what look like water droplets running down the lens, and that's ridiculous that because is... it suggests that you'd have water droplets running down your eyeballs, which <laughs> I don't think any of us. Can it suggests to. it suggests either that or that the player you're playing as has a GoPro strapped to their head. Yeah, or yes. a, or a visor or something, yeah. like a visor of glass around their eyes. But it, but it's like the human brain worked out fiction like a long time ago. Like if mm. I'm watching, uh, if I'm watching the Avengers having a great, great, you know, exciting adventure up on the camera, mm, uh, yeah. up on the screen, and you know, Thor has just swung his magic sci-fi viking hammer mm. into a purple alien who's holding a gauntlet with six gems on it and as he sounds, kind of that sm- sounds ridiculous when you put it like that very, it's, very yeah specific. well but but it maybe it's a little far-fetched and and i'm sitting in the cinema going like gosh i just cannot get into this this does not mm. relate to me a human being yeah and then he smacks him with his big metal hammer sure. and a bit of dirt goes on the lens and i'm like oh it's real because dirt does that. Dirt do do that in real life. Yeah. So dirt, dirt do do that. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, <laughs> apparently, what you what you're talking about here is a, is a major point of contention in the cinematography world, according to my wife Alice, who is in fact a videographer. Yeah. Um, this this is discussed a lot because some people believe it to increase immersion, and some people believe it to do the opposite. And I can kind of see I can kind of yeah. see those schools of thought because if you imagine something fantastic happening, something impossible happening, right? So, for example, a good example that they do for for this is um, spaceships. 
um, or Superman, someone flying really fast in the sky, the camera will track their movement, but almost lose them for a second and mm. then track them again as though someone is trying to film what is happening yeah. right now on the one level you might go well that's ridiculous i come to a movie to see the action why is the camera not keeping up with the action but on the other hand it really drives home how fast that person or thing is going because the camera can't keep up and yeah. in your mind at that moment you're not necessarily thinking oh there's definitely a camera here you might just be thinking fuck he's fast <laughs> well that that to me in the scenario that john described suggests to me that in the woods in wakanda they're all mm. the superheroes fighting Thanos because that's let's spoilers. That's what John was talking about. Oh my god! And there was just like Tim the cameraman. He yes. was there. He was there yeah. as well. Yep. That's all it says yeah. to me. It doesn't. It, it doesn't I, increase I, I, my so, immersion. Okay, so I will so, agree with you. So yeah. So working on that, then it's the final scene of Avengers: Infinity War. Spoilers. Uh, and that final confrontation is happening in the jungle, and the Avengers, all our hero, all our friends are there, mm. and Tim. With the camera. <laughs> yeah. And as he's filming that climactic scene, the camera is like misting up because it's quite like humid. Yeah. And, yeah. and then you see his hand like come in from off frame. <laughs> that would be... And he's like, get a handkerchief. <laughs> he's like rubbing, rubbing, the, rubbing the lens down. Yeah. That's see, the same thing though. That's the same premise basically as having dirt on the lens. I think I, the, way, the way I come down on it is whether or not the effect, as it were, that you do with the camera is getting in the way of the action or helping mm. or exaggerating the action. So my example of not being able to track something fast, it doesn't immediately make you think, oh, there's a camera here. Because it just all, it, all you're really thinking about is, fuck, he's fast. But if a bit of mud or a hand comes up with a <laughs> napkin, with a monogrammed napkin that says, like, <laughs> Tim on it, and he's like, that is not part of the action. Like, okay, the dirt hitting the lens, you could argue maybe is part of the action, but the hand coming in is going to break it. So... I would allow them if they contribute to or sell what's happening. I I'd say. I it's mm. rare that I feel so strongly about something, but I'm like, no, I think <laughs> I think it's absolutely ridiculous and it is You're gonna die on this. Like one. I'm okay, I can accept I am an invisible godlike participant in this exciting adventure. Like I, I appreciate I cannot You're one fly. of the Avengers. Yeah, I'm one of the Avengers. Yeah. Wait, oh this is great. I can be oh. any of my favourite heroes. Like, no, I know everyone. And then the, somebody goes, "Well, this is unrealistic. There's no dirt on the camera. There's no, if the camera isn't shaking. There's no water. And while we're at it, how can the camera fly? Tim can't fly. So every shot yeah. will just be like filmed from the ground, mm -hmm. and, and maybe like a mile away. And when, yeah. when like Thor hits, oh I don't know, Thanos, and he goes flying into a mountain or something." The action just moves further away, and the next twenty minutes is Tim, <laughs> is Tim running through. Is the Tim world? running to try and find the action? He's panting, and he I can't keep up. Is, I would. This watch sounds that like movie. quite a good movie. <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would. I, I would quite watch like that the movie. idea of a superhero movie um, filmed by a non-superhero who's <laughs> yeah. really struggling to keep well, up, like, and he's running. And after like fifteen minutes, he like pauses, and you just see his feet. He's like. <sighs> <sighs> <laughs> 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 oh man! Well, yeah. we've we've been watching a uh, the thing that brought it to mind is we've been watching a um, a let's play on YouTube of um, uh, Hideo Kojima's latest insane work of brilliance, Death Stranding, and that oh. has, in certain circumstances, the weirdest second person camera. Okay, nice. how does that work? 
As in, there are moments when you're playing the game, the camera is just uh, behind you, the protagonist. So, because right. you're just having an adventure, third person. Third person. And then there are moments in certain cutscenes where the camera suddenly, magically, floats away from the hero to view the scene as if you are a different person in the right. scene watching well, out it. of their eyes. Kind yeah, of. out of the eyes of the second person, going as far as the protagonist will look at you, directly at you, and like nod <clears throat> or huh. or gesture with like his hand to say, look at that. And then the camera like zooms in on a thing. It is the most bizarre thing. And and, and, and does it work? Does it how does it feel? Define work. I mean, all you can go is like I mean, it's it's a stylistic choice, but we're just going like, so 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 who am I? Like, yeah. am I in this scene or not? And then, of course, you're getting like dirt on the camera and blood on the camera. It's it's see, bizarre. I think with the Hideo, I think with the Hideo Kojima game, I think he wants you to think about the camera in a virtual environment in a game. I think he wants you to be thinking about that because that's the kind of thing he would make, isn't it? Uh, there's a level of pretension, dare I say it? Oh yeah, no, works. No, no. Um. So, yeah, yeah. I would say it's less a decision on, let's try and make this more immersive in his case, and more a decision on, huh, imagine there was a camera here. Oh. But when, like... does, when does creativity become shit? Um... I think it's tomorrow. Yeah. It is, it is, it is due, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> did you get the memo? Yeah. I did, as an dear, artist. Yeah. Dear creatives, please be informed. Oh. Um, um, yeah, yeah. It's so weird, though, isn't it? Because it's like whenever that happens, it's it's often like in battlefields. You know, it's like there's bullets flying everywhere, action, crawling in the dirt, and yeah, you'll get the blood and the dust and the water on the lens. But it's always a lens. That's it, the thing. It, it, it tells you that there I is I a like camera the, there, which is weird. I don't, I like. I don't like the on the lens effect. I'll be. I'll be totally honest with you. As yeah. much as I'm on the yeah. fence about some of these immersive or non-immersive things. Anything hitting a lens, no, that's no good to me. But camera shake, if like say, let's say a large purple alien man with a golden glove with some stones in it, let's say he jumped from the distance and arrived close to me, uh, the viewer, and the camera shook because of his impact with the ground, I don't think that would take me out of the, the moment. I think if anything, that would sell the moment to me more because there was a sense of impact. I don't mind that as much, but I think it's in the same ballpark. It's definitely mm. in the same. Book. It's like it's yeah, like um, yeah. lens flare. That's a big thing, isn't it? A lot of films yeah. have lens flare now. Certainly some. Yeah. Certainly some <laughs> certain Star Wars films. Because you Flash couldn't. Track. <laughs> you couldn't get. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you couldn't get a lens flare in real life with your no. eyes. It would have to no. be through a. No, that's the camera. problem. Yeah, yeah. I think a lens flare is generated by there being more than a single piece of reflective material so it's yeah. like if there's a mirror and a glass or if there's two pieces of glass or if there's a lens and a piece of glass that's what generates lens flare so right. a single a single like filter of some kind would mean that there wouldn't be one okay i think i just and an eye certainly not <laughs> all that, all that, look at that fl that little flare oh, when God, i look right into the sun from, from the snow planet <laughs> yeah it's like so there was yeah it's so, I can read lens a flare, book. Lens flare is a weird one. 
I feel. Because lens flare is one of those things what like we've had stylistically for years, partly because we couldn't avoid it. Because in early days of filmmaking, it would just happen mm. sort of accidentally. And I don't think it's something people associate with cameras. I think they think in a way that that's what the natural world looks like. Yeah. Despite mm. the fact that we've only ever seen it in films. So it, you can kind of get away with lens flare, except when J.J. Abrams puts it on every reflective and surface it, yeah. in the shot. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's definitely still one of them. It's definitely still one of those weird things. Hmm. I'm just thinking. I'm just like. I'm just like. John's. John. We're, we're watching John think now. For the benefit of the listener, we're watching John think. Yeah, I'm stroking my beard. Um, this yeah, podcast got real. I just. My feeling is, when I'm reading a book, watching a film, playing a game, I can enjoy and become immersed in that body of work. As is, I get how fiction works. Sure. If I were reading a book. I would not need it to have a variety of, say, scratch and sniff panels <laughs> built into it to bring me into the scene. I get how I think words can generate pictures well, in my brain. Games are a very different medium for telling stories because they're playing on interactivity already. They're trying to make you feel more like you're actually there than a book or a film ever actually would. So I think some games developers have gone a little far with that <laughs> and be like, ah, oh, what, what feels even more like you're there if they've got water running down your eyeballs? Huh? Everyone's felt, everyone's experienced that. So I think I that's where the confusion is. is that that's where that started. I swear there was a game. I think it was uh, a mid-2000s remake of Alone in the Dark where in the opening scenes you had to press a blink button to keep oh your God. eyes in focus. Because if you didn't press blink, your vision would become increasingly blurred. And how long did you have to do that for? Uh, probably, I don't know, eight hours. The, the, <laughs> whole the entire yeah. game. <laughs> I finally got it around 5pm. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> That's just um, weird. Yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I just, like, I, I feel... I, I, I am with you on it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it'll be a different matter when like virtual reality is properly implemented, and we'll look back on the old days of viewing a film on a two-dimensional square in your house as being like really old-fashioned. <laughs> but I, I don't know. I have the same issue with 3D. It's like I can understand that the things I'm seeing on a flat surface are meant to be three-dimensional. Yeah. My brain has no trouble with that. I don't need special goggles. <laughs> to make me think differently. <laughs> anyway, that's my grumpy old man rant. Anyway, fair enough. I liked it. I enjoyed it. I really enjoyed sure. it. Thank you, thank you, Nick. Yeah. yeah. yeah do you want to um, do you want to change uh, change the track? You change got any gear. got any got any loves? I've got a love. Oh, uh, it's very simple. Um, okay. I love having a drink, an alcoholic drink. Brilliant. While uh, I'm uh, while I'm cooking. Nice. Oh, you've changed. This, I feel like I feel like this dovetails nicely <laughs> with Chris Ray's. Uh, Chris Ways love because he's been cooking more, uh, and also that I have a problem. Yep. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I've been I've been cooking a lot more, cooking a lot more complex things because oh. Ali and I have been doing various things like we've been trying HelloFresh out and various. Well, basically, HelloFresh has got a load of competitors, and they all have like two to three week trials where you get money off. So we've just been doing those. They've You've changed it. You've had a year of yeah. Free food, <laughs> What's great about it, right, is that once you've done the other competitors, by the time you've exhausted those, HelloFresh gives you a call. They're like, hey, nice. Nick, 
we haven't heard from you for a little while. We'll give you another 30% off for another three-week trial, if you like. I'm like, yep. Yeah, <laughs> done. And then I get back on that. By the time <laughs> I've done that one, Gusto's calling. Uh, hey, Nick, Gusto. would you like another free trial? Yeah, Gusto's one of the competitors. I'm like, yeah, get the trial on. Let's go. And we've just been bouncing from trial to trial, never paying full price because it's ridiculous how much full price is. We can't afford that. Yeah. But those, those trials, oh, just keep them coming. And so as a result, we've been cooking like wildly different things, like different meals every day for like weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks. And there's just no greater joy than settling into like stir frying some mix of fragrant ingredients that you've never seen in your life before and just cracking open a beer and just be like, yeah, yeah. Just, having a ni- just having a nice cold one. Well, 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 I agree, I agree with that. Sometimes I cook when I'm not hungry, you know, just to yeah. uh, just to take the edge off. Just chuck it in just the bin a... afterwards. <laughs> just, just cook, not even hungry, just chuck it in the bin. Make a korma, put it in a Tupperware, chuck it at the chav across the road. That's yeah. why he's angry. Don't oh. sort it. <laughs> don't sort it. Definitely don't sort it. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. I, uh, I I agree utterly. Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, the, the single joy of uh, uh, having some private food time with uh, yeah. with sweet Mr. Booze, it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, it's magical. I think- it's weird, though, because I like, I like drinking. Generally, mm. sure, you know, I like the taste of beer. I like the effect beer has on me, let's be honest. But there's something about doing it while you're slaving over a hot pan, you know, and there's all these smells in the air. I don't know, there's something about it. It's like it you've adds earned it. it. It's like you... Yeah, kind of, like I'm working for it. It's like you can yeah. you can maintain the lie for a little longer that you don't need that beer. <laughs> like, you know, it's like I'm doing this because the kitchen is hot and I have to stay hydrated Yes. It's not because, good God, I'm jonesing for a fix and it's been like four hours <laughs> since I, I, I sniffed that Tipex bottle. My favourite beer in terms of like occasion or circumstance is the, um, the beer when the taxi's on its way and you're about to go out and you have to like sink a beer quickly because oh, really? the, ta- the taxi's on its way. I love that beer. That's one of my favourites. My... That's an interesting choice. Mm, my like favourite beer is... The second beer Ooh. of the evening, because okay. as Chris Ray will attest, I maybe have like kidney problems which have yet to be diagnosed, mm. and I that first pint just disappears because I like that beer. Doesn't and I am your first thirsty. pint. I've never I've never seen anyone drink her first pint as quickly and consistently I, quickly as you do. I swear it's not for it's, enjoyment that one. No, yeah. I, I swear I, I swear it's not like it's not like I have a problem. It is literally like. <laughs> It tastes nice, and I'm I'm very thirsty all the time. So I'm like, mm. oh gosh, I'm you know nothing long... nothing like an alcoholic beer to quench your thirst. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am um, um, we um, you know because uh, here in the UK in Cool Town in Cool Town UK, uh, we've been uh, we we've been told that you know six people can gather in an outdoor environment. And what a treat. What a treat. We did last weekend. Uh, we did it. We got together with our with our special special uh, life companions, um, wives and fiancés. Mm. And uh, for, for the special occasion, I, I bought a crate of Carlsberg. Everyone, everyone just sighed when you said Carlsberg. Uh, yes. Were, yeah. Well, I was surprised when you first said it. Because I, you, you generally have a good taste in beer. <laughs> yeah, and again, I, I bought it because at those prices, when you can get 18 cans for £10, it was a crime not to. Well, and sure. also because on the packaging, they've literally written, we've made the beer better. 
and I was tempted to give it a try. Mm. Um, They've got you, now, John. They've got you with advertising. It worked. Now, it's not good, but at the same time, <laughs> I don't have any original Carlsberg to hand to compare it with, so maybe it is technically better. Maybe it's correct. Well, mm. um, it's still not great. But again, and I was like, well, I've paid for it, and it's basically like a kind of brown water, so I might as well drink it. Mm. Um, it might be Stockholm Syndrome, but I'm kind of like <laughs> becoming acquainted to it over, over the weeks. That's because be- you've got the taste for it now. This and is because what they wanted. And be- and, but, but Nick, again, because it's so thin and watery mm. and kind of drinkable, mm. It, mm. I, it's not just for cooking beer. It's not just like, oh, I'm cooking a meal, I'm going to have a beer. It's like, oh, I'll cut my nails, I'll have a beer. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> just kind of- it's, just, it's, a, it's a beer of convenience, Sir Carlsberg. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You don't go there. Enjoy. It's, it's not. Like, it's the... like when an animal tastes blood for the first time, and then it's just all they want. Yeah. It's not the destination. You know, I'm not going. I'm not there for the Carlsberg. It's more just like it's a travel companion. As I, you know, cut that aubergine, for example. It sounds mm. to me like it would it would dovetail perfectly with you, John, and your first beer being something of a necessity, but also an irrelevance. Like you need to get past yeah. that first beer to start enjoying the beers of the night. That first beer may as well be a Carlsberg because it doesn't really matter what that beer is. You're going to drink it in about six milliseconds anyway. That's a very and it's just going to be gone. Though. You're not going to taste it. It's going to, it's, not, it's going to be nothing but net all the way down. Mm. Like, you know. Wet the, so, wet the whistle. That's what they call it. Wet the whistle. Exactly. Exactly. Well, actually, I maybe I should caveat that and say my, if not my favourite beer, the most special beer is the eight pound pint of Beck's uh, we buy um, on the Saturday night after a successful MCM comic convention in London. Good God. From an, yes, uh, from yes. an overpriced bar in, uh, in in London town. That um, is often a very good beer. Yeah, It is a very good is. beer and it's, it's, it's basically water, but... I don't, yeah. I don't like Beck's at all. No. I always think it tastes like someone burnt it. <laughs> a Beck's. I burnt my Beck's. Yeah. It's closely, Carling is the worst, followed by Bex, <sighs> and then there's much of a muchness for a while. Honestly, I'm getting weird flashbacks, though, with the Carlsberg, because even though it's better than Carling, um, I feel I feel like they they share a, a certain... Well, they share well, they four they, Yeah, they share the first four letters, don't they? So. A, certain <laughs> je, a certain je ne sais quoi, shall we say. It is... Um, it's the taste of 2002, I feel, yeah. like in a in a can. Yeah. You've sort of I'm gone full right. circle, John. You started with Carlsberg, you went on to Ales, then sort of craft beers, and now you're back now to Carlsberg. Yeah. I John guess of a means... year ago would be disappointed. He'd be very upset, I think, yeah. He would, I think, yeah. Not to Jonathan... blast you for this. No, no, I think it's fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, you sound so defeated. I'm not, I'm not proud anymore. I mean, I've no. just, you know, drunk a, drunk a few cans of Carlsberg and, um, <laughs> I mean, I feel like I'm ready to do open heart surgery, basically. It's like, um, <laughs> That's a, yeah. Okay. I always think, I always think it. I'm better at open heart surgery than I am at drinking beer. Cause I feel more confident. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you've got to take the edge off a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you've got to. The nerve, Otherwise you're in your head, aren't you? Just thinking about, oh God, if yeah. I go wrong, this, this guy's dead. So and have, I think a few, have a few beers, relax. 
The patient would probably want that, and the family would understand as well. I think yeah. everyone would be on board with that. Well, yeah, when it's... you crack that beer and you've got the open heart there, it's like, you know, one for me, one for you, one, one for, for you. me. Well, yeah, just, you know, top it up, you know, keep it lubricated. Marinate the heart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So, um, Chris, have you got a love? Oh, yes. Why not? Why not? Hit us up, yes. yeah. Um, my love is when you go into B&Q and you know exactly what you're doing. <laughs> Which has only ever happened to me once, and that was today. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations. So give, oh, thank you. I'll give you a bit Your of Your metamorphosis is, is complete. I it's know. happened. Mental, isn't it? So today we had our tree cut down. This is, ba- this is background. This is background. Okay. Um, and the people, the who, people who cut our tree down, um, to get the logs and what have yous out of the house, had to go through our lean-to, which is where our washing machine is. So they uh. unplumbed the washing machine, which was fine. Um... When they left, after they left, I went to put everything back into the lean-to, and I noticed it was leaking from the hose. I was like, oh, God, here we go. And I thought, oh, you know what? I could, um, like, call someone, as I I have tended to do over the years, or I could identify the problem, identify what I need to fix it, purchase that item, and install it myself. Okay. Was it some kind of wrench that you needed? No, it wasn't. It was well. Basically, I th- I put it down to it being a washer because I took the, the took the hose off, uh, so it was the input hose into the washing machine. And I noticed that it was a bit worn and a bit mouldy and a bit ugh, inside. It hadn't been leaking before, but I assume when they un- unplumbed it, it maybe disturbed it or or something like that. So I thought, well, I could get new washers or I could just go and get a new hose. So that's, that's what I did. And I went to B and Q. I turned left. I knew exactly where I was going. I went down to plumbing. I went down the aisle. I picked up the item I needed, paid for it, Mm. went home, installed the hose, put a wash on, dry as a bone. Dry as a bone, whatever it was. Done. Washing machine machine fixed. Done. Seven quid. The prestige. Seven quid. Yeah. What a delivery. I felt phenomenal. I I feel like your evolution is complete because every time we record this show, I can see the shelf that i put up in your house yeah. thank you uh, thank behind you. you oh yeah uh and uh yeah I, i'm i feel a lot of pride right yeah. now that you've, oh, I uh, you've imagine reached if it fell right now I'm, yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> I, di- I didn't do a very good job i'll be honest with you it's got very hard walls it's it, it stayed up no i'm considerably less shit around the house than i used to be and i can yes. drive now as well because before i wouldn't have even driven myself to be in queue Mm-hmm. A year ago, and now look at me. I've driven my, driving myself at... to B and Q, picking up the right Just item. Just look at me now. Just went there. It is. Pick that up. Paid for it. Boom. Done. In an okay, hour. Yes. All sorted. Wow. Well, you God is. I mean, it'll, barely... it'll probably all, it'll probably all fall apart tomorrow. But I mean, barely recognise but... you. Yeah. By the, uh, maybe by the time this, this goes it. out, it will have all gone wrong. But maybe this is it, Nick. Maybe this is the moment. This is why it's not a case of age. It's a case of uh, DIY prowess. I feel that's when you find that's when they they finally respect you, the youth. If you were carrying, when they look, maybe... when they look at yeah, when they look at you but and I'm, think, I bet I'm... he can put a shelf up. I, but I've already done that. Oh. I can put shelves up. You've got a. Sig- I think but, I you're, but you're saying that you're, I'm sure sake. you can, but you're saying that in a way that you're not entirely convinced you can. Yeah. yeah. You said that. You, you said that in such a manner. Have you yeah, considered right. carrying? Uh, when you go out walking, maybe carrying something that shows how competent you are, maybe like a spirit level, like a knife, mm. or I could just have a plank of wood on my shoulder. Yeah, yes, or, a, or like a or like a gun, or a gun, or a gun. Put... Yeah, no gun. I mean, yeah, <laughs> that would that or would claw off, hammer. It? 
That would claw hammer. I like yeah. I like claw hammer because claw hammer is like, like oh is is he on his way to fix some decking, or is he gonna you know kind of cave my cave my face yeah. in? I saw, you don't really know. It's ambiguous. Is he here to bash skulls? I like, was I was driving back from Pitville Park earlier, where I was walking mm. the dog, and there was a guy walking along the street with his friend, and he was carrying a cricket bat, but I didn't see a ball. And I just, I well, just thought, fair. I just thought that's odd. Mm. He, yeah, yeah. I mean, a ball could be in a pocket. So, well, could it though? I could remember. Gotta, gotta ask yourself. Yeah, I remember I when I was, uh, I, I believe the year was uh, 2006, perhaps, uh, okay. and I was, at, I was at university, and I do remember um, going to see the movie. Uh, v for Vendetta. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Which was generally quite a disappointing experience. But I remember walking <laughs> home on one side of a kind of deserted city street, and there was a man walking down the other side of the street on the heading the other way with a golf club, um, just kind of hitting everything. Nice. Uh, he could find, but also walking sure. with purpose, like he was yeah. kind of warming up. On the way, okay. uh, and he wanted to get his swinging arm ready, you know, when he when he kind of made it to um, I don't know the green. Um, one can only <laughs> assume he had a big game coming up. Um, it is how golfers warm up, I've heard. Indeed, so. yes, and I um, yeah. he was on his way to a major tournament. <laughs> I did go. I did go into a kind of survival mode where I suddenly kind of um, focused very steadily on the pavement and walked in a very, very uh, kind of focused line, uh, and and I survived to tell the tale, but um. Well, he was either having the best night or the worst night. I don't know. What's the strangest thing you've ever seen? Like just walking down the street at night or in the day? Whichever, whichever. Ooh, I don't know. You've put me on the spot there. I'll, I'll, tell, like... you, I'll tell you my one while you're thinking. Sure. Okay. Inspire us. We were on our way to a gig in Ips, uh, not Ipswich, Bristol once. Uh, me and Liz. So Liz can back me up on this. And there was a guy walking his dog, and the dog wasn't on a lead, which wasn't the strange part. The dog had like a pipe in its mouth, and okay. it, it was like like it was smoking the pipe. And oh, it was what, just walking, like a it was, tobacco pipe? Yeah, it was just like walking along with a pipe hanging out of its mouth. And I was like, "What the hell?" I was like, "Did I just imagine that, or did that?" No, ha- that's that's um that's Sherlock Bones. That was mental. I was just like, "How is how is the dog?" Being trained to keep that in his mouth while he walks and do it in a way that makes him look like he actually knows what he's doing. Mm. So that was a pretty strange one. That is pretty weird. Yeah. That was, uh, I, I remember that very specifically, even though it was about half a second of my life. I, oh God, it's not quite on the same level, but I do remember we'd been out in town. In the, this is many a year ago now, in the before times. Mm. And I was walking back from the centre of town to the place where I lived, which was maybe like a half-hour walk. Uh, generally, like a peaceful kind of walk. And a guy generally. came past me on a bike, pe- uh, a pedal bike, mm. and just kind of went flying right. off the handlebars of his own bike, <laughs> face-planted. Nice. And kind of like skidded along the road, kind of like on his face and chest. And I was like, wow. I, I, I'd maybe had a few beers myself. And I was like, are, are you okay? And he picked himself up and was like, oh yeah, I'm fine, mate. I'm fine. And then he kind of walked with me for a bit <laughs> with his bike. And I was kind of like, 
you you look a little a little sore there on the face, like a little kind of um, little wounded, maybe a little torn up, maybe. Yeah, but he seemed fine, and then he got on the bike and said his goodbyes and kind of pedaled away. Ah, yeah, that sounds like a nice little experience. Yeah, but he totally face planted, like sandpapered his way along the ground (laughs) on his face. It was quite special. I once hurdled over a bollard and forgot to put my feet down. So I just landed on my face. That was great. That was a great evening. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. Uh, I think I was once the weird thing that someone saw on a a walk. Um, Here we go. I remember remember once I was walking home from school and I was on my own (laughs) and I found... (laughs) I completely forgot this until just now. I found a broken umbrella on the side of the road (laughs) that just had no fabric. So it was just like <laughs> like a spidery mass of metal. Yeah. But sure, it still sure. functioned. So you could still slide the slider up and the spider arms would come out. But there'd be no fabric. There'd be no defense. Sure. And so I entertained myself by walking along with it, folded up, until a stranger came the other way. And as they, <laughs> as they became in hearing range, I just went, oh, looks like rain. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just opened the umbrella out and held it above my head. And then tried to keep a straight face as I walked past them with this... <laughs> this ridiculous umbrella that I'd found uh, which I found very amusing and I did it multiple times on the walk home from school which was um, great for me and I wonder why I'm picked on by I know, honestly, I didn't yeah. want to say honestly I mean do I you know. still do that now because that might be why I they're mean, doing it, it not as often not but, uh, sure no uh, but yeah thanks for reminding me of that <laughs> <laughs> I've got a love go on hit us well, hit us now uh, my love was going to be the joy of cooking eggs, because I oh, thought to myself, eggs. Oh, yeah, that's the thing. I thought to myself, oh, it's genuine, it's heartfelt, and we'll get a bit of honest banter. It'll be a bit of goofs with Chris Ray because you know he hates eggs and all that. I do, yeah, I do hate eggs. But, but then I had a. Oh, you're gonna then, change. Yeah, that's good. You're gonna change. But then I was about, about to go off on one. Then about half an hour before coming on air, um, I ate a really good burger. You know, uh, this is not relatable in any way because I ate it and you didn't. But, like, I ate a burger that was really, really good. And that's my love because I ate. What animal was it? Uh, It was was the beef. It was was, a cow. Did you order it in? We did order it in. We treated ourselves. Where from? Where from? What burger emporium? Uh, uh, Five guys. The best burger. There are other there are other burger establishments out there, and we don't eat uh, a burgers very often, or b uh, a lot of meat. And yet we were like, I feel disgusting. I kind of want I want to be that guy. I want to be a greasy burger boy. Yeah. And and we ordered a burger, and it wasn't even that like the burgers are good. Like Five Guys, they do good burgers. Five Guys. But it guys. it wasn't even like this particular Five Guys burger was something special about it it was more like it was the perfect combination of what i needed right then and there in that moment and i was eating this burger and i was genuinely i was like i'm gonna take it slow because (laughs) this is this is possibly like the best burger i've ever had it's the scars have aligned it's a great burger and i really wanted a burger and it's here and i'm eating it and it's wonderful and like, I'm going to put on some saxophone music that's, and I'm going to take it slow. I'm going to get that's a bit the of capitalist Kenny G, dream, isn't it? That is, that is the capitalist dream you've had this evening, John. I pressed a you button know. on my smartphone. Yeah. 
and the perfect burger was delivered to me yeah. uh, within uh, within 22 minutes. Isn't that amazing? I mean, that's the isn't future. That, isn't we, live, that amazing? we live in the future. Like, if you'd said that to eight-year-old Nick, if you'd said, hey, Nick, when you're a 35-year-old man, you'll get picked on a bit by Chav still, but you will have a device in your pocket that when you press a button on it, a man just delivers the perfect burger yeah. to your mouth. <laughs> a man does that. Now, Nick, uh, when you're older... The, out, the outside world will still be terrifying. Maybe more so. <laughs> yeah. He'll uh, still hate you. But thanks to this magic box we all carry, uh, <laughs> you, you, you never have to leave the house because food can come to you. Isn't that amazing? Exactly. Isn't that, that a, is incredible? Yeah. And there is a slight chance that the man who delivers the burger when he arrives on your doorstep will go, Who are you looking at? <laughs> you bastard. And then he throws it in your face. Throws a burger at you and yeah. then fucks off. There's a chance of that, sure. But it's low. It's, it's, and it, I'm willing to risk it for the perfect burger. Well, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm glad. Because uh, the burger was so good. I'm glad we intercepted the driver because this is the second time this has happened now. Oh, no. The driver passed by our house. Oh, for fuck's oh, sake. Uh, and went to deliver our food no. to a completely different house number. Why? Uh, why? 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 Why would he do that? You bought, why? You bought a new number for the front of your house. Yes, for this. It's yes. massive. It's massive that number. Yeah, yeah. It, almost for this reason. And it was so weird because there, there's an elderly couple who live at that house, and they're not cool enough to order things like burritos no. or burgers like we, well, like what we no. do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they were they were going to receive our food. It was bizarre. It's bullshit. And, uh, That's what it is. Absolute the, bullshit. The deliverer, uh, she said that uh, you know that was the address on it, which is weird. What's going on? Have with you that? looked at your Have you looked at your app application to make sure that's not the address? Did you accidentally put the wrong address in? Yeah. No, that's... no. They're complete. They're two complete. <laughs> I don't. I don't want to turn numbers. this around on you, John. But it sounds like you've had an absolute shocker. They're not yeah, even near like... each other on on the keypad. Like they are completely okay. different numbers. It's, it's wild. Have any of you guys ever received a takeaway you didn't order? No, but I. It happens a lot to people I know who live in London. Like, Does a, it? like a lot. Because this is literally my idea of a dream. <laughs> like, to, for me, this would be like, because because there's nothing you can do. Like, especially at the moment, because the takeaway man's already halfway down the road by the time you've gone out, because he delivers it outside and leaves it mm. outside, because there's no contact anymore. Right. So imagine if a pile of a bag of food is just a bag of steaming hot fresh food is just there. You have no idea who it's meant to be for. So the moral obligation of having to give it to the rightful owner, <laughs> yeah. there's no way of knowing. And it's going to go cold. So we've got to action now. We've got to move now. The only, the on only people who suffer are the poor independent burger outlet that they've de- delivered to the wrong place. But that's their problem. That's well, their, they fucked up. They I want to eat it. They got, got paid. paid and, well, you know, two burgers isn't going to send them out of business. Exactly. Uh, they'll they'll get their food because they'll complain, and then they'll it'll come a bit later. Yeah. Sure, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll definitely get their food. Yeah. So I, you don't need to feel bad about those situation. people. It's a win-win I, situation. I, it's never do, happened to me, and I'm desperate. I do like the idea that uh, maybe a a uh, a stack of pizzas are delivered to your door. Oh. And before you can say anything, incredible. The delivery person has, has vanished. You're like, well, I didn't order these. Uh, they're only going to go to waste. I've got to start eating them. Got to. And maybe you're on your third slice and there's a knock at the door. <laughs> oh no. That would and Yeah, yeah. You creep guiltily <laughs> to the door and and there's a man no. outside holding a receipt <laughs> and you recognise it, it's uh it's uh, Frank from a couple of doors down. What do you do? Like you've got that kind of cheesy cheesy string <laughs> cheesy like <grin>. going <laughs> that going, be, going I, to your Yeah, hand. that'd be awful. I mean 
If I'd just eaten three slices of a pizza I hadn't bought and there was a knock on my door, regardless of who turn it the was, lights I would off. turn all the lights yeah, off in the turn house. turn the lights off. And I yeah. would hide under the stairs next to the cat litter um, in silence. <laughs> with your pizza. <laughs> with my pizza. Carry, carry on I eating. I would keep eating it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only way to deal with that situation. That's exactly what crying. I would do. Yeah. Crying, crying in yeah. the dark. Probably eat. crying. Because now, my joyful situation, this perfect, moral, non-ambiguous situation of there's no victim, suddenly there is. And he's at my door. Yeah. And he's baying for blood. Or like, you go you go to the door, but you've got the chain on. Like a kind of safety <laughs> chain. It's like, hello? 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 All right. All right, Frank. Nick. You're, um, you're looking... Uh, you're looking greasy. What's... Uh, Got a, little, got a little something there on, on, uh, on uh, in the corner no, no. of your mouth. What's that? No, 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 no nothing there. That's my natural no. complexion. What did you, uh, what did you have for dinner, Nick? Oh, you know, I uh, think Stay, I made an aubergine uh, thing earlier. Yeah, just, yeah, just, uh, just a salad. I made, a, a salad. I made, I made aubergines. So I've shat it all out now. <laughs> it's all gone. It went straight through yeah. me. I didn't. I don't want to. What about you, Frank? <laughs> <laughs> and he's, and he's like, oh, you know, Nick, you know, it's fine. No, a little, little, little hungry, actually, Nick. He goes, oh, uh, oh. Oh, is that um? What's that I'm smelling there, Nick? Um, that's nope. Stop smelling my house, Frank. That's uh, that's, an, that's, that's a breach you. of my rights. Smelling my house. Yeah. Oh, that smells like. Uh, oh, is that um? What is that? Uh, unos dos uh, tres um, from RJ. Oh no. Uh, no, it's quite cat- Oh cat- shit. <laughs> Slam the door. Turn yeah. the lights off. <laughs> oh, good times. Oh, Frank can, uh, can do one. He's, he's really one day, sounds like one a day, really, sounds like a rich guy, Frank. To me. One day it will happen for, to one of us, and that will be a good day. My friend in London got a Nando's delivered by mistake, and he was upset that the sauce was mild. <laughs> he was guided. He's like, the sort the sauce is mild, but I'll eat it. Oh, I'll unwillingly eat it. Fuck it out. He's got half a chi- half a chicken in his hand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Well, on that note, assuming we've exhausted uh, both avenues of pleasure, um, what do we think won this mm. episode? Is it hate mm. or is it love? Mm. I think I know. Yes, I think I've got a good idea, but I want to hear what you think because I want to uh, make sure I think the same. I I like the power of being the final person to say so. Okay, but you might not be because if me and Chris agree, yeah, and yet, yeah, so it's a terrible risk you're running, John. Well, you know, I like I like to live, gamble. I like to live dangerously. Okay, I'll go first. Okay, hate wins for me. Um, well, I'm gonna <laughs> say hey, just to spite John and yes. take and take the power away from him. <laughs> I. It's I not important, care. John. I... Nobody cares what you think, John. I can go out on a, I can go out on a moral high. Uh, that was a really good burger. I like love. Yeah, and I like the idea okay. of Nick. I was under actually, the I was actually quite close to love <laughs> once because I was so pleased with myself and my B and Q expedition. Oh, and you, so it was really just spite that brought you to this. Really... Uh... Oh, it just—it was exclusively spite there. Yeah. Oh, great. Oh, hundred percent. That's good to know. I mean, at least you're. Like fully behind your decision. Yeah, yeah. Mine had to be hate when it when there's a load of kids picking on me and I'm 35 yeah. years old. It had it had to be hate for me. Scumbags, aren't they? Yeah, monstrous. But there we go. Wow, this has been magical. Um, we got there in the end. 
We did. We did. We Despite the technical the technical hiccups, which I don't think were anything to do with me, to be honest. But no, 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 incredible. I no, mean, um, no, no. Um, I'm glad your iPad, uh, yeah. you know, lasted longer than your 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 Mac, your Macintosh. This is actually a this is a Palm Pilot three from 1994. <laughs> It's a wonder swan. How are you doing that? He uses a dot dot scorn cable for crying out loud. It's pentagonal. It's pentagonal, Nick. It fits nothing. It fits fits everything and nothing. Um, It's two lengths of twine. Um, I guess we should say uh, a a big hello to, uh, to any new listeners who've hopped on board. Uh, hello, hello. Uh, after uh, you know, um, I think uh, I think we recruited a few, uh, a few, a few new, a few new listeners from That's, the last uh, well, we animation have, that went out. We might have lost them by mm. now, and our right own now we might raw talent. Yeah, maybe we should have led with the hello. Did we do um, this last time? I feel mm. like I feel like this is a, a unfortunate theme emerging. What actually well, thanking you... our listeners? No, no. I mean, like saying hello at the end. I feel like we did this last time. I feel like someone needs to bring this up before we start recording next time. It's positive reinforcement. You just got to say, you know, you want to encourage people, you know, who who have jumped on board. Yeah. You get to the end of the show and you're like, thanks everyone for listening. Hello. I mean, if they've made it this far, good good for them. That's all I can can say. Well, I was going to ask if you, you, Chris Ray, had any kind of encouraging or motivational phrasing Um, for our listeners. Okay. Yeah. Um, if you find yourself in a situation where younger people are bullying you or be giving you a hard time, the best form of defense is attack. But do it calmly and they won't know what to do. If you are sarcastic, overly, um, or overly friendly, not in that way, then they won't know what to do. Trust me, that's the best way to deal with them. And thank me when you're in hospital.